0: On this episode, hear about one of the greatest modern-day miracles where a baby with 26 major diseases was healed and how this kind of power is available to help you to fulfill your purpose. Stay tuned. Life was bitter to the core. There was nothing to live for. Until love came. My name is Harold J. Perkins, and at the age of 17, I was selling drugs and on my way to an early grave. While sitting in my house with about 10 guys, God gave me an out of body experience, and I was lifted above the room. I could see everything moving in slow motion. After that, I got up and put those guys out, and I cried out to Jesus Christ. He came into my life with liberty and purpose. Then I ran into religion and it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready. We're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome I'm excited to continue talking about purpose. God has an awesome purpose for you. And if after hearing what you're going to hear on this episode and you don't believe that God can help you to do the impossible, I don't know what will. I'm going to play a clip of one of the greatest modern day miracles I ever heard. The power of God moving in a service with about 3000 people present to show us what he will do in these last days. God has not changed. He's still doing the miracles he did in Bible days. The reason most people don't see miracles is because they don't expect to see the power of God, and they don't. Jesus, when he walked the earth, he went to one town called Nazareth, his hometown, and in Mark chapter 6, verse 5, it says that he could do no mighty works there because of their unbelief. On this episode, I'm going to enlarge your belief for mighty works. We have a mighty God who wants to show himself as mighty, but he needs people who will believe. Before I play the clip, I want to inform you about a book I just published called $300 to $360,000 in a year God's Way to Prosper. You can purchase it on Amazon.com for $13.99 as the paperback or You can get it on my website for free. You just pay the shipping and handling. My website is com. This that I've written about happened many years ago when I was raising my kids. We were struggling financially and God spoke three principles that change our financial future right away. I believe it will be a blessing to you as there are other principles in the book that will help you in your relationship with God. Again, my website is godswaytoprosper.com. Okay, now let me set the stage for what you're about to hear. There was a a minister by the name of R.W. Shambach that died in 2012. When he was a young man about the age of 31 years old, he was an understudy of a minister by the name of A.A. Allen. This man of God, A.A. Allen, was being used by God in a powerful way. There were documented miraculous healings uh, from his meetings. But on one occasion, when R.W. Shambach was in the meeting, R.W. witnessed the greatest miracle he ever saw. A baby of four years old was healed, and it sparked healing throughout the whole meeting. R.W. Schambach will be speaking on the clip as he was an eyewitness to what happened. And by the way, R.W. Shambach was around 86 years old when he died, and he was a well-respected man of God his whole life. Let's listen.
1: I had young Carlos who's been driving me around, brought me from the airport. He said, Brother Shambach, what's the greatest miracle you ever saw? I said, do you got three hours? And I gave him the short version of it. And this is when I believe that God opened the veil and allowed me to look into the future. We were in Birmingham, Alabama, when I was with Brother Allen, and a woman brought a little boy in four years of age who was born with 26 diseases. He had no male organs on his body. He was born blind and deaf and dumb. His tongue hanged out of his mouth and lay on his chin. Both arms and legs were twisted together and matted together. The elbows penetrated into his little tummy. His knees touched the elbows and he had no feet. Clubs, you don't put shoes on clubs, you put shoes on feet. And they, mother brought that child in. I wrote the card out. I gave it to her in the afternoon service. I was preaching faith, and she was there all week long. But the card was never called. Sometimes we get in too big of a hurry. We run into church, quick, preacher, lay hands on me. Some people need to sit down and hear the Word of God preached, and they need to get those preconceived opinions and them doctrines of devils that they have in their in their brain, and they need to hear the unadulterated Word of God that God's not dead, but He's alive, and He's the same today as He was yesterday. That woman sat there with that boy three services a day. She came from another city like you did. The following Sunday, she came after I preached in the afternoon. She said, Brother Shambuck, I run out of money. Have you ever been there? She said, My boy hadn't been prayed for yet. I said, I refuse to apologize for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost used Brother Allen in a different way. And every night he would minister, but it was in a different vein, and he didn't call the prayer card. But she said, I've been staying in the hotel. I've been eating in restaurants. I've been giving in the offering three times a day, and I'm down to my last $20. I've got to go home tonight. Can you do something? I said, I can do one thing. If he don't call that prayer card tonight, I'll take that boy over to his trailer house and make him lay hands on that baby. I'll get him to the man of God. And I meant that. I would have done it. I I was leading the singing that night and introduced Brother Allen, and he popped out on the stage, and he said, we're going to receive an offering tonight quickly. It's going to be an offering of faith. And when he said, I want you to give an offering of faith, a puzzled look came on the faces of everybody, including me. I never heard him use that terminology before. And he said, now, if you don't know what I mean by an offering of faith, he said, I want you to give God something you can't afford to give. The first thing I saw was that little woman. Had the baby in her hand, tossing another woman's arms, and she'd come running. She was three-fourths of the way back, and she beat everybody down there. He was holding the buckets. And I saw that woman come running fast. I mean, ran. 3,000 people in that auditorium. And she threw something in the bucket. I'm on the platform. I'm nosy now. I jumped off that platform, and I looked in that bucket. Because that woman told me all she had was that $20 bill. And when I looked in that bucket, you know what I saw in that bucket? $20. She's in Birmingham, Alabama, and she lives in Knoxville, Tennessee, but she wanted a miracle. She needed something from God. She said, Lord, I'll walk home if you just heal my baby. When I saw that $20 bill, I ran behind the platform, and I cried like a baby. I said, oh, God, I've been trying to teach that woman faith all week, but I said, oh, God, give me faith like that woman's God. I don't know whether I could do that. You don't know whether you can do it unless you're in a similar situation. That man of God received the offering, started preaching. He wasn't 15 minutes into that service when all of a sudden he said, he said, I see a big building. I said, oh, Lord, here we go on another trip. This is how God used it. He said, it's a big old white building. I'm sitting there unmoved because I hear it all the time. He said, I'm inside the building now. And he said, oh, there's no doubt where I am. He said, I hear all them babies crying. It's the maternity ward in this hospital. He said, a little baby was born. He said, I see 12 doctors around him. He said, that little baby was born with 12, 14, 21, 20, 26 major diseases. And when he said that, I sat up and I said, my God, tonight's that baby's night. Tonight's that baby's night. He said, the doctor said the baby wouldn't live to see its first birthday. But he said, the doctor's wrong. He said, that baby's approaching four. He said, I see mother stuffing a suitcase. She's going on a trip. Another lady's with her. Put the baby in a bassinet. It's in the back seat of an old Ford. He said, I see the Tennessee-Alabama border. He said, that car's pulling in on the parking lot. He said, lady, you're here tonight. Bring me your baby now. God's going to give you 26 miracles. Now. That little woman brought that baby. Four years of age, put it in the man of God's hands, and he started to walk back and forth on that platform. I leaped from my seat and walked with him. 3,000 people stood to their feet. He said, I want everybody to close your eyes and pray with me. I said, not me, mister. I'm going to watch this one. I've been waiting all week for this. And don't you all look so sanctified. You're just like I am. You want to see something too. <laughs> and I'm standing there right next to him. And the first thing I saw was that tongue laying on the chin, snapped like a rubber band. And it went in his mouth for the first time in four years. Those little blind eyes, you didn't know whether they were blue or brown or what color they were because it was nothing but milky, solid milk. You knew the boy was blind, couldn't see. But I saw two whirlpools in those eyes, and all of a sudden you could see brand new blue eyes coming through the milky colored condition. Are you listening to me? I'm talking about a God that's not dead, but a God that's alive. Hallelujah. Thank God for his anointing. The next thing I saw was those arms and legs began to snap simultaneously as they kicked out for the first time. Standing there in front of those people, there's no shoes on clubs. Those clubs were there. But I saw God create feet on that little boy's legs. I saw, I used to buy my children, we used to buy them silly putty when they were kids. I don't know whether they have that now or not. But they used to make things out of that stuff. And it just looked like God was using silly putty to put a foot on the end of that boy's body. People's hands were raised. Some were falling under the power. Some that didn't go down fell down. I mean, you were, we knew we were in the presence of an awesome God. Faith had nothing to do with this. This was God working in the midst of his people. This was a sovereign act of God. Mama standing over here on this side of the platform with her hands raised, tears streaming down her face. He put the child down. This boy never saw his mama, never spoke, never walked, never talked. And when he put that boy down, he took his first little steps. And when he saw mama, he ran after her. I'm running after him. He leaped into his mama's arms, wrapped his arms around her, and I heard him say his first words, mama. Mama, 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 12 wheelchairs. You in wheelchairs, listen to me. You that are watching by television, I want you to hear it. 12 wheelchairs on this side of the platform, like a sergeant commanded all 12 of them to stand at attention. All 12 stood up at one time, and they walked out of those wheelchairs. Some spinal cords were broken, severed because of motorcycle accidents. 3,000 people watching what was taking place. And all of a sudden, like a maestro leading a great chorus, every eye went to the stretcher case. 13, 14 stretchers on this side, like they knew what was going to happen. Everybody in those wheelchairs got up and walked out totally healed. While we're standing on the platform, people began to file down the aisle. Back in those days, in 1957, the hearing aids were like transistor radios. They were pulling them out of their ears and out of their pockets where they had them, and there were two dozen of them laying on the platform. They didn't need them any longer. People started taking glasses off and laying them on the platform. Every cane, every crutch, and every walker, they were bringing them down, walking normally. They were healed while they were seated out there. I always say nobody laid hands on them, but somebody did lay hands on them. It was the nail-scarred hand of Calvary that night. And you shout, amen. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Here comes a half a dozen people with different parts of the congregation, six white canes with six inches of red at the bottom, totally blind, and their eyes popped open. Women lost four and five dress sizes when tumors just disappeared. Every person in the building was healed. Every person was healed, a divine, sovereign act of God. And people ask me, why, how, why and how did it happen like that? I can't. But have one answer, that God lifted the veil to show me what he's going to do in this last day.
0: Now, this is the kind of power that I've been talking about on these episodes that God is about to release on his people on the earth in this day. You heard him say that God gave him a glimpse to see what he's going to do in these days ahead, and we're there now. So expect this kind of power to move in your life. And it's not just power to heal, it's power to do whatever is necessary to help you in life. This power is available to help us with finances, to help us in business and even growing a business. Listen to Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. The just are those who have been justified by Jesus Christ. So, according to this verse, we should be doing well enough financially to not only leave an inheritance to our children, but to our children's children. Now, when you understand that the power that we just heard about regarding healing is available also to help you in regards to leaving an inheritance to your children's children, then you realize it's not your power that's going to put you over, it's not your ability. That's going to put you over. It's going to be God's ability that can put you over in regards to finances, healing or whatever. God will use this kind of power to make his people wealthy, wealthy to bless the people of the world, not just to fill our pockets. This kind of power is also available for us in regards to protection. And boy, with all the stuff that's going on today, do we not need protection in this day and hour with all the crazy things that we're seeing going on? You know, I remember a pastor by the name of John Hagee. He told about a man that walked in his church while he was preaching. He came to the front of the church and pulled out a gun and shot at Pastor Hagee point blank. He's standing right in front of him and emptied the gun and not one bullet hit Pastor Hagee. That's the kind of power that's available also to protect us. And boy, do we need to be trusting God for that in this day and in this hour. Listen to Psalms 91, verse 7 and 8. It says, a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at your right hand. That's pretty close, isn't it? But it goes on to say, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. We should not be expecting this wicked stuff that we see going on to come and affect us and our loved ones. We need to be trusting God and putting our faith out there that God's power will protect us in this in this matter. We have supernatural protection available to us in this day. And also, when you believe that Jesus also has given you the power, some of these storms and things that are taking place. If you go and read the life of Jesus Christ, he took authority over those storms and the things that were happening. And we have that same power. He told us to go with that same power. And also we have the power that's available to help us to fulfill our purpose. The purpose that God sent us on this planet, he did not leave us alone and he didn't leave us powerless. We have the power as we trust him and put our faith in him. So we need to understand that God has made his power available to us to help us to fulfill our purpose. And his purpose is not just about you and I. His purpose is for you and I to impact the people of this world for good. You know, I'm in business and my purpose in business is not just to build a a business and to make a lot of money. Wherever I am, I'm to show people my God. I'm to be a reflection of him. And I don't have to preach at everybody. Just show them the love of God. Show them the joy and the peace of God in your life. You know, at the time uh, I was going through the financial struggle that I talk about in the book, my sister knew about all my financial challenges, but she came up to me one day and said, I don't know what you have, but I want it. And she accepted Jesus Christ as her Lord. What did she see? She saw joy and peace. In spite of the financial challenges, she didn't have to wait until they stopped to want to come and want to experience what I had. She saw something she didn't have. We are to be witnesses for our God, and we have the power to help us to be a witness and to help us fulfill our purpose. So lift up your expectation. Expect the supernatural power of God to help you, that when you have a need that only God's power can supply, trust him to supply it. There is no limit of what we can do with this kind of power available to us. Now, some do believe that God is powerful, but few really believe that he is willing and ready to do it for them. Why? Because they don't know how much God loves them. In spite of how you may see yourself, God sees you with the eyes of love. He's willing and he's ready to use his power to bless your life. Expect it. Let me say right here, if you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you get to know him right now. Say this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. That's it. It's that simple. If you mean what you just prayed, start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John. And in the book of Romans and God will begin to show you his purpose for your life and he'll begin to show himself to you. All right, we'll see you on the next episode.